Um, I have Adam Schefter from ESPN on the line. He heard a rumor. Oh, great. Tell Schefter to stick his rumor up. In Sunny. Our ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter joins us courtesy of Twin Peaks, Eat Drinks, and Scenic Views. Morning, Adam. Good morning, Mike and Stink. How are we doing today? Ah, we're doing great, Adam. Lots of stuff going on. You've uh, posted the stuff about uh, Kareem Jackson, the suspension, what the NFL yeah. thinks, and um, just your opinion on you know what we've heard here in Denver, which is, oh, it's unfair, and there's nothing you can do as a defensive player, and yada, 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 yada. And that Kareem is yeah. being unfairly scapegoated as the poster right. child Right, he's being this. punished because of you know past tr- transgressions. Uh, right. Where do you where do you fall on all this uh, on on all this talk? Uh, where I come in is there have been five instances, five in which he's been fined this year. Five, not one, not two, not three, not four, five. Some of them you could say, okay, that's really hard for him to have avoided that hit. Others you look at and you say, eh. That didn't look great. And so I think in the end, it's sort of like a team that loses some games it wins, should win, and wins some games it should loses. All things even out, and they probably kind of come in where they probably should in the end. And so it came in in a two-game suspension. And I happened to be in the green room at ESPN on Monday night when it came down. Ryan Clark was there. Ryan Clark was a pretty good safety back in the day. He knows a little bit about the position. And he's like, that one on Sunday, tough one. We all could agree it's very hard to play defensive back in this day and age. They're asking you to react. They're asking you to shut down these guys. They're asking you to make split-second decisions, try to tackle these guys, and sometimes, you know, things happen. But there have been times where he has led with his helmet. Like, that was not one. He led with his shoulder. But because he has led with his helmet in the past, that compounds it. So people are looking at him and waiting for things like that, and he gave him something to chew on. So... Is it unfair? Maybe. Is it fair? Maybe. It's probably right where it should have come in, in the end. Uh, as, as to the idea that the league is getting soft, uh, have you talked mm-hmm. to people in the league? Do they, do they hear that talk? Do they recognize that talk? And what are they saying about it, that the league is getting too soft? Yeah, what, what, I, would say to, what I would say to that is this. Um, on the one hand, um, they are catering the rules, and the game is not the same game as it was when Stink played. It's just not. Quarterbacks, receivers, they're afforded protections that were not available to players 10, 20 years ago. But have you seen the size and speed of these guys and the way they hit? Soft? No. No. The rules are definitely softer. And the game is tailored for offensive production, even though that's down. And yes, the league is trying to make an inherently unsafe game a little safer. And to some degree, it has succeeded. But the force at which these guys still hit, <laughs> I, I don't think you could ever say soft about this sport to me. Agreed. What do you think, Thurston? Yeah, no, what I do you think? 100% agree with you. The, the speed and athleticism and the way these guys fly around and, you know, blatant disregard for your own well-being, um, that's what makes yeah. it, that, bottom line, that's what makes it special. I, I just wonder about the juxtaposition that the league takes, you know, the, the kind of, 
when you talk about safety and the importance of player safety and all these things, and I, I, I commend them for what they're trying to do, and you you, you yeah. said it really well, an inherently you know dangerous game, trying to make it a little less dangerous, it's hard to do. But then you throw on Thursday night football on top of that, and you know, and the yeah. criticism of Thursday night football. How does the league respond uh, when people bring up Thursday night football and and you know it's well, all for show? I mean, I can tell you what they would say. They would say, "Oh, our our data doesn't support and suggest that there's an incidence of injury rate that's higher on Thursday night than there is any other." That's what they will tell you. Yeah, and that may be fine. I mean, that may be right. But just ask the players and coaches how they feel about playing on Thursday night. Ask the people as we get later in the year how their bodies respond to having to get ready on a Thursday night, right? And, again, I'll go back to when you played, Stink, when anyone played, I think when you start out, and correct if I'm wrong, like you play Sunday and, you know, you don't feel great Monday, but by Tuesday, Wednesday, practice start, you're feeling better. Then as you get older and later on in your career, it's like, that pain goes into Wednesday and then Thursday. And then as you get older, it gets into Friday and Saturday. And then you get to the point where maybe you're in your mid-30s and it's just perpetual soreness and pain throughout the entire week. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, I don't care what the injury data tells me that Thursday night's not any more dangerous. That, that's fine. There's not a player in the league. There's not a coach in the league likes Thursday night games. Just not. It's just, it, it, it just feels like you're trying to force your body to do something it's not intended to do. And we all know why it's getting done. I mean, come on. It, it, it's all about money. It's all about money. Adam and there's Sh- a chance there. There's a chance there for the league and for the players to make more money. They both make more money. No one likes it, but there are a lot of things that everybody has to do. Uh, in their careers that, again, that's part of the job, and this has become part of the job of being a player or a coach. Visiting with Adam Schefter, uh, did Jim Irsay cross a line by acknowledging publicly that the NFL admitted to him privately that they blew a couple of calls? Jim Irsay doesn't care what lines he crosses. I mean, it doesn't matter to him. You know, he was the one that spoke out about Dan Snyder, how he should sell the team when everybody felt that nobody said it. And by the way, there are any number of teams across the league every single week that call the league and complain about calls. They're not happy about this. They're not happy about that. But really, nobody says it. So did he cross a line? I Honestly, who cares? Like, he's just being honest. He's admitting what the league told them. What, what, what the league told him or them. And so, by the way, it's not the first time the league has admitted a, a bad call. Far from it. Uh, I don't know how often they actually uh, confess to that sort of thing. But Jim, Jim says what's on his mind. He speaks the truth. And he felt like there was nothing wrong with saying what he did. And he spoke out. And uh, I don't know. Okay. So he crossed on. So, uh, so the league's going to find him. So as Alex just okay, so that's one less Beatles guitar that he'll get to add to his collection. Yeah. Hey, hey real quick, uh, on the uh, trade deadline, which happens on Halloween on Tuesday, yeah. 
uh, for yeah. Eastern. Uh, obviously, there's already been some trades going down. Kevin Byard, and I look at you know what they got. Yeah. They swapped the player, and then they got a fifth and sixth rounder, I believe, for Kevin. And that guy's a great. That guy's a a really good player. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. From a trade deadline perspective, you know, we're thinking here in Denver, who might get moved, who might not get moved. Is is there less value during the season with with less teams that are vying for their, your players than there would be? Um, you know, if, if you wait till the off season to start making moves, I, I, I don't think that. I, I think, you know, the funny thing to me always is that um, around this time, you know, you can go trade for a veteran on an expiring contract, you know, and 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 just go look at some of these trades, like you know, Kevin Bayard. I don't think he was on an expiring deal, but you know, the names that we've heard who are out there, right? Like guys that are on expiring contracts. Um, teams like fight over, you know, a fourth round pick, a fifth round pick, a sixth round pick, and then they come. It comes to draft, and and they just like they they just like flip these things like nothing. They don't even think anything about it. Like it, it seems to be a more deliberate process during the season. And I don't think the players are any less valuable now. Uh, I think teams kind of probably are more careful about the picks, and they you know fight about the picks. And and I remember talking to the Niners a year ago about Christian McCaffrey and, you know, they're discussing what the Panthers want and, and, and uh, yeah, just, it was laughable to me. Like, okay, so they want another pick. Like who cares? It's Christian McCaffrey. So if you have to add an extra, whatever, what does it matter? Right. Um, but it's a big deal this time of the year and teams get very um, protective of their picks. Uh, I don't know that, players are more or less valuable now. Well, it just seems like, you know, teams ask for more now than they would before the draft. Yeah, so I guess to your question, if I answered it correctly in a roundabout way, yeah, maybe maybe players are more a little bit more valuable now than they would be in the offseason. Adam, final question for me. As a Michigan man, what is your reaction to everything going on with Michigan and the allegations of sign stealing? Well, first and foremost, like, uh, again, and I don't really know any of the details. not delving into it. I get enough of my to worry about what Adam Bob is doing with signs. All right. All right. We'll, we'll try to get Adam on a... Boy, hmm. Convenient that his uh, phone broke up just at that moment when he was trying to defend Michigan. He probably has a function on his phone. Hmm. A function? Like a, yeah, a function. Like a bat phone function. You get a Michigan question, it automatically goes to... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, that's it's a a good, good strategy. strategy. That's like, that's like the really uh, Batman strategy. utility belt that yeah, I have that, I like uh, that. at your disposal. Uh, I really like uh, it. We have Adam back. Oh, okay. uh, go ahead, Adam. Sorry. You, you can, can yeah, you hear me yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm not trying to duck my alma mater. Like, <laughs> I can't believe that, that my school is the first school ever to send people to another school to scout an opponent. Now... I don't know whether this person, whoever that guy is, who I never heard of, taped or didn't tape uh, things. I, I guess the thing that bothers me is, uh, I, I guess it just detracts from what they're doing now, which I don't like to see for these kids at all. Um, if they violated the law, then they should be punished. If it can be proven that they violated the law, then they should be punished. But... I never got overly worked up 
I didn't about Spygate. Like, everybody's spying. Everybody's spying. Everybody's trying to catch on to signals. So somebody got caught doing something, you know, and, and, and people are yelling about, oh, how easy this get. Like, did they need to do this to, to go beat Rutgers or Indiana or Michigan State? I, 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 so the whole thing is a little bit confusing to me. There's a lot I don't know, and I haven't delved into it. Um, and like I said, I'm disappointed that it takes away from the, the young men that are there, the season that they're having over something that, to me, I don't know. It, it just seems like it's a little ridiculous. But well, what, we had, what do I know? I don't, I don't know enough about it. Well, we had Joe Clatt on yesterday and, and asked him and, about it. And he, he, yeah, he was like, oh, my. Uh, apparently Michigan is the first team to be trying yeah. to seal signs. Oh, my goodness. You know, <laughs> heavens. Yeah. I can't believe it. You know, that kind of thing. But they send somebody who knows school to watch? Wow. <laughs> what? That's revolutionary. I mean, what are we talking about? I said, that's what I don't understand. Okay, so, like, this guy's in the press box filming? Like, okay, yeah. I mean, I... I guess you're not supposed to do that. You're not allowed to. Okay. Uh, I, that's just, I don't understand. It just seems like to me, there's a lot of people that are all in a huff about this, you know, and, and, you know, there's nothing like, you know, fans of another team wanting to bring down, bring down a team that's playing well. And, and I'm not saying it's not deserved, but I, I don't know enough about it. It just seems like, what are we talking about here? Like, what are we talking about? Like we got, we got cases that are a lot more egregious than this, okay? In co- we got things that are a lot worse going on in college sports than this. But if we want to focus on sending someone to school and stealing so okay, then then that then then they just made a cardinal sin. All right, Adam. Love it. Man. Doth doth think he protests too much? <laughs> You're the best, buddy. Yeah, I, hope, I hope my phone doesn't go out the next time you ask me about Michigan. My yes. apologies. Yes. Thank you, Adam. See you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Adam Schefter, our ESPN NFL insider, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.